0: I'm hoping by this point that we have an intro.
1: Hopefully. Um.
0: Hopefully. <laughs> um. In case we don't.
1: Welcome back. I'm Sam.
0: And I'm Miguel. And so today, you I got. So we touched on it a little bit. You touched on it, I guess, last week, talking about the Men in Black. <laughs>
1: I wonder if you do Men in Black. Yep, nice, nice. Yep.
0: So this also is a shout out to my boy Ethan. Um, you know who you are if you're listening. You know who you are, and uh, he wanted to know a little more about it. So I went down the rabbit hole a little bit and that's
1: awesome.
0: Um, started researching the Men in Black.
1: I mean, I get it, and I I would I'm curious as well.
0: Okay, so. Um, we're just gonna get started with the history of kind of when they first. So okay, there's a lot here. There's a lot. I here.
1: bet you got down some rabbit holes. There with was this,
0: there was a lot of rabbit holes and a lot of it wasn't concrete evidence, but mm, there's yeah. one photo that I'm gonna show you Ooh. that's <laughs> kind of considered like like foolproof like not what is it what do they call it? Um, ironclad? Okay. Ironclad men in black okay. photo. Okay. Um or something something suspicious like that. So there's one photo I'll show you later on. Okay. Um and I'll, I'll get your thoughts on it. Okay. <laughs> so it all started back in 1947 when a Harold Doll claimed that a man in a dark suit warned him not to discuss his alleged UFO sighting on Maury Island and um so, that sighting was that he saw nine lights in the sky strung together. Oh. Um, and it was most likely a host. Okay.
1: Where is that at? Washington. Washington.
0: It's kind of like the Puget Sound area. Okay. okay. Um, but at the time, it was considered like it was mostly a hoax that he just wanted mm-hmm. attention. Okay. Um, but three days later, on June 24th, 1947... Um, private pilot Kenneth Arnold claimed that he saw the same thing. Um, a string of nine shiny, unidentified flying objects flying past Mount Rainier, which is in Washington. Um, and he estimated the speeds were at a minimum of 1,200 miles per hour, which I don't know how the fuck you estimate that, but... I
1: mean, if you can fly something that fast, I bet you'd have know how fast that looks you know yeah
0: i guess mm-hmm. i guess yeah you're probably right I, I don't have any uh previous experience with that
1: well if you think about a car sometimes if you're like you're like oh he's, oh. he's going fast he's going fast he's he going has fast. to be i'm going this much he has to be at least doing this or, right right or slower you know
0: funny enough i remember my mom i remember one time we were, i think we were driving back from a lacrosse game in east idaho and um it was before I had my license, and this car comes speeding past us, dude. I swear to God, just hauling. And my mom's in her minivan, you know, and I'm like, how fast is that guy going? I was like, in my head, I was like, he's probably going 100. My mom was like, eh, he's probably going 70. And I don't know why that stuck to me to this day. Like, five miles an hour is a lot faster. Yeah. Going on the freeway mm-hmm. than 65.
1: Well, yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. Think about the difference between even like 25 and 30 or 25 and 35 even.
0: Yeah. Also, fun fact. When you speed going 25, like if you go 25 if you go 35 into 25, mm-hmm. you shave off a lot more time than when you go 65 and 75.
1: Or 75 and 65? Yep.
0: Because there's a lot more distance traveled. I think I read that somewhere. I don't know if it's fact. But, um, well, it's
1: miles per hour. So you traveled... No matter what, you traveled 10 more miles. And...
0: Fuck, you got me. <laughs> Damn, you got me. But I... Yeah.
1: I would always like... Once my mom told me that if we go 60 miles an hour for an hour, we'll go 60 miles. It like instantly clicked for me. Because I think we were driving to like Oregon or somewhere. Uh-huh. And... So ever since then, I was like, okay, well, we're going 70 miles per hour. So technically that shaves off some time from how many miles. So then it's going to take, because I would like try to do that. And I still do that to this day. Like however many miles, I like always think of, I think of 60 miles per hour first. I think
0: of that chart that I read a while ago saying like, you shave off more time going faster and at slower speed (laughs) than faster speed. But I guess it, it does make sense. You know?
1: I don't know. I I mean, you could. I I have no idea. I think it might be like a
0: like a time thing, though.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. I
0: can't. I can't remember. I don't want to say any more about it. But <laughs> <laughs> either way, um, so he claimed that they went about twelve hundred miles an hour, and Arnold's report was the first one of a UFO sighting that really went nationwide, um, and the news coverage and the description also led the press quickly to coin the term the flying saucer, or flying disc, oh, okay. or a UFO.
1: an um, identified flying object? Yep,
0: okay. right on. Um, ten days later, Captain E.J. Smith and his co-pilot reported witnessing the same thing in the same area, in the Pacific Northwest. I feel
1: like I've heard about that. Yeah, okay. I feel like I've heard about this kind of encounter.
0: Mm-hmm. Fun fact about Kenneth Arnold, the guy that saw the same thing over by Mount Rainier. hmm in the 1940s, he started a fire suppression company in Boise, Idaho. Really? Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, fun fact about him. Dang. Uh, so I had to throw that in there. It, it, his company was called Great Western Fire Controls Supply in Boise, Idaho, which sold and installed fire suppression system. Dang. And I don't know if that company's still around, but it was a fun fact. Nice. I liked it. Um I like it. And so, the next big one was in the mid 1950s. Ufologist, UFOologist, I don't know how you pronounce that. That Albert Albert K. Bender um, claimed he was visited by men in dark suits who threatened and warned him not to continue investigating UFOs. He maintained that the men were secret government agents. Tasked with suppressing UFO evidence. Um so a little bit again, these are first hand accounts. I I've more in depth later on. Mm-hmm. Um but these are kind of the first accounts of the men in black, mm-hmm. um, where they started becoming like people would start researching UFOs and then we go public with the men in black. Oh, um okay. so Albert K. Bender, um He was also the founder of the IFSB, which is the International Flying Saucer Bureau. And it was the first major civilian UFO club in the world. And it was wildly successful. Like, a lot of members wanted to join it. And he was doing really well. But it was right after those men in black came that he mysteriously just closed it down. Shut it all up. Stopped. Like, nobody really knows the real reason as to why. But he, he shut it all down. No. <laughs> um, oh, man. And so another fun fact about this IFSB is that, this is so funny, <laughs> um, they voted to have a World Contact Day. It was in March. I don't know the exact date, but it was in March in 1953. Um and it was where they would attempt to send a telepathic message into space.
1: Telepathic?
0: Yeah. Okay. You, you want to know what the message was? Huh. Okay. I'm going to try not to mess it up. This is what, it, what they would. It was a group of people. Just imagine this. A group of people outside.
1: They're just like thinking so they're thinking hard. They're
0: part of this IFSB group. They voted that on this day, at this time, they're going to close their eyes and think this message and send it into space because that's what they imagined that uh, any extraterrestrial yes. being would. Mm-hmm. This is what it is. Calling occupants of interplanetary craft. Calling occupants of interplanetary craft that have been observing our planet Earth. We of ISFB wish to make contact with you. We are your friends and would like you to make an appearance here on Earth. Your presence before us will be welcomed with the utmost friendship we will do all in our power to promote mutual understanding between your people and the people of earth. Please come in peace and help us in our earthly problems. Give us some sign that you have received our message. Be responsible for creating a miracle here on our planet to wake up the ignorant ones to reality. Let us hear from you. We are your friends. Okay.
1: Okay. Um, Can I say what I think about that? Well, hold on. So let me say something. Okay. It's a little lengthy. It's
0: a bit long, ain't it?
1: (laughs) Also, how could you think that whole sentence, unless they're like thinking, like reading it and thinking it, I'd be like saying it and I'd be like, oh, I wonder if they can hear me. I wonder if they, like...
0: So that's that's why they did it that way. So telepathically. (laughs) So they were under the assumption that if they had a large enough group of people and that much amount of brain power that it would send a stronger signal into space.
1: I get that. But what I'm saying is you're telling me all however many people stayed focused? <laughs> I don't know. One, I know at least maybe a third of them have ADHD. And they're just mm. like, wow, I wonder if they hear us oh i wonder if this
0: like I know, they're I'd already wandering i know i'd get lost
1: i already got i got lost halfway re- listening to you <laughs> i was like <laughs> it wait why are they it, saying
0: it is a little lengthy
1: like all you, know you have to say is we are friends i'll send Please them a strongly yourself.
0: worded actually the organization's done so
1: it is Oh yeah, because he closed it.
0: Yep, the, the next year it was it was really successful. Closed it down the next.
1: So year. then, why? What would just make? Why wouldn't somebody just go and then open it again?
0: I don't know. Oh
1: no. Possibly.
0: Right. So a little more about Bender, is that so? The same thing here is that Bender later told that in 1953 he had been approached by three men in black. Um, these men visited. This was before that the men in black had kind of um, connotations against when them. When was this? 1953.
1: Okay. Good? Yeah. That kombucha just... <sighs>
0: yeah, this kombucha is a little rough, not gonna lie. Oof.
1: It's, it was just the end. It just had a little zing. <laughs> 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 so, um, so yeah,
0: 1953, he said that he was approached by three men in black. Uh, these men visited him in his house and communicated with him telepathically
1: so whoa, he says whoa, whoa what
0: that's what he says
1: okay he was also the one that was like less telepathically telepathically talk to them right Homeboy just doesn't like to talk
0: right so <laughs> maybe um, and so at the time he received a metal disk from then from them, them an instruction He reported that he felt like he was being transported, that these men apparently shared insights into the nature of UFOs. These men shared the origin of UFOs with Bender, and afterwards he became very ill, and he didn't eat for three days. And as a result of their visit, Bender felt encouraged to share what he had seen with other UFO investigators, but was refused. Uh, And then literally like right after this event, um bender suffered a lot of headaches and his co-workers even said that he was not the same like he had really bad anxiety even in his works after the visit you could just like feel the anxiety in his works because he Dang. he just wasn't and the he same he did what again he he was a ufologist um, oh, so
1: that's what he did, like, full-time.
0: No, no. I don't know what he did full-time.
1: Because you said with his workers. He must work something like the science or something of it.
0: Oh, God. I read it somewhere. So, he did, he did a lot of stuff. Oh, what did, uh-huh. they, what did they say? Um, oh, gosh. I can't remember. But mm-hmm. he, he did other stuff. But yeah. UFOs took over. Um, and so, yeah he he was never I mean, the same you
1: could drug someone
0: absolutely easily bill cosby <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: but yeah you could definitely drug somebody to where they're sick and then if they like were talking enough or even if they gave him something of the right sorts and like kind of like made him out of it and then like talked to him and like freaked him out like yeah, yeah i could see you having anxiety like i mean Yeah, one hundred percent.
0: Well just imagine like you're researching these UFOs, like no you think something's out there and nobody like in the fifties, I don't think it was that big.
1: No, and also just think about the technology, you wouldn't even have nearly as much as what you have now. Yeah. So like you're really just dang, I just wonder and wonder. And all of a sudden these people come and you're they're saying these things. If anything, they're saying stuff they've drugged you, and in this time period of like you either being drugged, slash, I want to say under the influence, would say, yeah, under the influence, like when people are like, you know, roofied and they're kind of like seeing star stuff, but then you're like talking to them, or I mean, you probably
0: feel like you're, you're going to a different through, dimension. Yeah, you
1: feel like you are going to the different Possibly, dimension. Possibly, yeah, And they could drugged. be doing stuff to like scare the crap out of you.
0: Well, like, so. When I was researching the Men in Black, another story came up, where this fella, around the same time, he was researching, like he had radio equipment set up next to a military base, um, and so he was picking up some signals, and he let the military base know, and the military base started like messing with him, like fucking with him, and so they would no. put out, they would put out fake signals, and it got to the point so bad where he was. He discovered a whole new language um, that the military base was messing with him. He, he discovered a whole new language. He was obsessed with it. He was obsessed because he thought he was doing like, literally military personnel would come through and be like, you're doing a great job. And they would outfit him with better equipment, better stuff, all this good stuff.
1: Oh my God.
0: And, um, no way. Yeah. And they kept fucking with him, kept fucking with him and um they would eventually like it got to the point where he had to get institutionalized because he believed so much um that he just was not the same Duh. i mean you have like if i were to see military men and i'm doing something and they tell me that i'm doing something right yeah like okay yeah i'm gonna believe
1: well, and especially a, if you're getting well, sent especially fake think signals. About, especially think about it in the fifties. Or is it, you said it was in the fifties or well, I, don't I can't know. remember. What.
0: It was definitely around the same time. Well though. you're
1: tapping a radio, like all I'm saying is that like yeah. Yep. Oh my god.
0: So that's a story I came across while I was researching this. Doesn't have anything to do with the men in black, but Maybe. um it was it was just kinda like the dude ended up being institutionalized. Because it yeah. like it messed with his brain so much.
1: Well, I mean your brain like can mess with you.
0: Isn't it isn't that weird? Mm-hmm. Like your brain can make you believe or not believe. And it's I guess it's your choice.
1: It's your reality. But it's,
0: but it's your reality, yeah. It's your reality that really Because does it for you.
1: It's I mean you know, the whole thing is like what says that their brain's wrong over ours, you know, like Maybe it's only a few people who really know what's happening. You know, like it's just like you can really dig into the what ifs, like
0: gaslighting manipulation. Yeah, like you can alter somebody's reality.
1: One hundred percent into like something. I wouldn't say it's minimal of gaslighting stuff because gaslighting is definitely a real like way of like abuse, kind of. Um, But what I'm saying is like you could really mess someone up into their hiccups <laughs> um into like the how they're thinking
0: yeah but it's i think it's fascinating but also like pretty pretty depressing at the same time mm-hmm. like it's fascinating how you can somebody so bad can like almost shape and mold your mind and how you think how you behave and like, it will stay with and it'll stay with you like it, it. it's a scar on your brain that won't go away
1: most mm-hmm. likely
0: right yeah. and it'll it'll always be there
1: mm-hmm. right even though you've tried and done whatever you can to not have yeah. it be there
0: but after so many years your mind gets just gets reinforced reinforced programmed reinforced reinforced well
1: that's why it's scary when it's in adolescence you know yeah that mind knows nothing else
0: yeah and it just gets reinforced and mm-hmm. it's it's just wild
1: yeah it's crazy it sure is
0: but we'll continue on here. Um, so, where was I? So, yeah, he was never the same. But a side note about Bender's house and where he lived. Um,
1: was it in Washington?
0: It was in Washington. Um, his house was always kind of depicted as kind of a haunted house, or not depicted, but he oh. also was like, he had some weird stuff going on in his house. Like, he had posters of werewolves.
1: So he's into little heads,
0: vampires. So Um, he's in
1: the supernatural.
0: He was into the supernatural. Okay. So.
1: I mean, if you think about aliens, you would think of them as supernatural. Supernatural is just things that you don't. And they
0: always keep that out. So I found a lot of articles about Bender and kind of the same thing that he went through, Uh but only one article that it was almost like an educational article that pointed out his house. And like. Kind of where he comes from. I don't, I don't hmm. think it was more of like. I don't think it was to discredit him.
1: Mm-hmm. No it, it was just to like. Mm, this was there. Like, like this, this was is...
0: there. Like yeah. telling the whole truth. Okay. Um, But also ufologist John Keel. um, Claimed to have encounters with the men in black. And referred to them as demonic supernaturals. That's um, where
1: we kind of thought it was. Huh? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So they were with dark skin, and or exotic facial features, and um,
1: reports interesting. with... Interesting. Why? Because black-eyed children and those black-eyed men were always super pale, pale, and dark eyes. Mm. So interesting how it was um, opposite.
0: Yeah. So... Um, yeah, reports of the men in black represent experiences that don't seem to have occurred in the world of a consensus reality. Okay. Yeah, so people think that they're just made up, pretty much. We did. So, a little bit about John Keel is that he was imaginative, and he was a considered a significant influence within the UFO Fortean genre. Which, I had to look up what Fortean meant. Yeah, I was And gonna it was just kind yeah. of like... Um, made-up genre oh. it, no it no 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 that's not right um 14 meant like it was its own genre that wanted to be fact or science really bad mm-hmm. um but scholars and academics didn't want to acknowledge it
1: oh cool does that, does that
0: yeah sense? no okay. that makes sense yeah um so also historian aryan or Arian, what was it? Aaron Goliath <laughs> wrote during the seventies, eighties and nineties, UFO conspiracy theories would incorporate the men in black into their increasingly complex and paranoid visions. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in his book in 1975, um, he described the men in black searching for a phone to call a tow truck. Um, for these things. Oh, back to that story I was telling you earlier. Uh-huh. The military would also set up fake crash sites.
1: Like what kind of crash sites? Like, like a car? U-
0: UFO crash sites. Oh
1: my gosh! Um,
0: for this guy to go find and discover.
1: For this freaking.
0: This dude. This.
1: Dude, you're telling me that they had this much time on their hands.
0: I mean. To just. Probably.
1: Or was it Wait, not was all this... messing with?
0: Oh, cool. Oh.
1: And they're just saying, yeah, this guy's just freaking crazy. We're just messing with him. That's all the time. a good
0: narrative. I didn't even think about that.
1: What if they weren't, what if it was like legit and he was catching in on it and they were like, well, let's just
0: say we let planted him, it. like
1: say he's doing a good job and maybe he was doing a good job and then they got cut or that, they got reviewed and then they're like, pfft. Dude, it was a prank. Who spends that much time and energy on a prank?
0: Yeah, especially like moving. Yeah, they would have him go like they would set up crash sites. Dude, I bet. Mm, I didn't even think about that, I dude. I bet that he
1: was actually doing stuff for them and actually seeing stuff. Do and you think
0: he could actually understand their language?
1: He might have. And then he freaking lost it. Or he went to public and they were like, dude, this guy's crazy. We, we
0: gotta, We got to shut this guy up.
1: Watch out Put Men in Black here tomorrow. Wee-wee!
0: <laughs> um, so, and Men in Black sightings were ranging from all the way from Australia to New Zealand, pretty much globally. Oh, wow. Um, and it was always the big UFO guys that had kind of research or evidence that were being silenced. Um,
1: Not the ones in Mexico right now, dude.
0: I <laughs> am, right? So that's pretty much what i have for the history of the men in black i have some firsthand accounts here that i'll get into nice. but i wanted to jump in and just say like the the men in black the consensus is still unclear mm-hmm. whether they're aliens or they're a uh, government silence group or uh-huh. they're demons
1: from what you've given me i would say they're more government silence group Rather than, and that's what I would even argue that they're still government silence group, even with maybe even the black eyed children that they've like been able to hone them in on a certain level. If people see them there, they're like calling them back.
0: Mm. I'm just trying to think of like.
1: They got little devil traps in the car seats.
0: Yeah, I mean. You know, yeah, yeah, seriously. But like, the Men in Black, it makes like sense. Mm-hmm. You know, they if if there truly was Men in Black, let's say there was a future, um, they would come back and try try to suppress some information mm-hmm. because maybe they do something later on. The this is all theoretical. Mm-hmm. Um, that they would have some technology to wipe our memories, mm-hmm. you know, like the classic Men in Black movie, yeah. kind of forget what you saw, do all that stuff.
1: I um, mean, why not?
0: W- like, wouldn't it be convenient?
1: Well, yeah, I mean...
0: That these people don't exist, they don't look like us, they don't talk like us, they I think don't I said it act it to like us.
1: today. Knowledge is power, 100%. Right on. Knowledge is power, and it's one of the things that I'll always say to everybody. And it's true of even, like, extraterrestrial, extra, like, paranormal. Like, some stuff, too much knowledge about it can make somebody too powerful. So, yeah, you would want to.
0: Go ahead. Give me an example.
1: Well, say you know all this stuff about aliens. You know all this. And you don't. They want to make the first advancement. They're the ones that want to, like, release the information about it. So, yeah, you can't be the first ones to do it then you take that power away from you and erase your memory yeah that's what I'm saying
0: you know what the scariest part about that is though that's, you mm-hmm. wouldn't know that it happened
1: that's what is it scary? that's scary but like also that it's like, is scary
0: in my opinion
1: you know what's even scarier when you like repress things and it's your own mind wiping your own memory
0: that is that is pretty scary I would agree <laughs> But also like... So traumatic that your own mind goes into lockdown.
1: Or it makes it into something else. That's even freakier. Yeah. But anyways, with... I don't even know if it would ever be... Like, you know how Man in Black, a classic movie where it's like a flashlight? Mm -hmm. I don't know if it could ever be that. I think if anything, it would be something ingested.
0: I think you're limited to what we have technology now.
1: I know, I just think that the brain is more on like a chemical aspect.
0: Oh, interesting. Like, I'm just That thinking. makes sense.
1: So that's why I think it would always be something ingested. Or maybe a combination of both. But you, but the thing is, is that. I know Men in Back is like a movie, but like. Who, the you concept, never noted, yeah. You never know. <laughs> and sometimes it's like, you just put stuff out and play in sight, right? And hope for the best. Like, I get treats. Like, I get, like, sweets around the house, and I just set them in the cupboard, but I just don't tell you about them, and you just don't even notice that they're there. And then I, all of a sudden, offer it to you, and you're like, oh, it's been there this whole time? I'm like, yeah, dude. Just hiding in plain sight.
0: That is true. She does do that. <laughs> that, is, that is accurate. <laughs> for, the, for the record, that is accurate.
1: <laughs> but I think it's the same concept of, you could just be saying this stuff, but... I'm saying is on the flash thing they set it back to a certain date and flash.
0: That's what they do do in the movie.
1: I think so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I think they set it to the back to the right time and whatever they want it to be and click.
0: See, I always thought they just or maybe they just click. I thought they just clicked it. Or is that a Mandela effect?
1: Oh my gosh! But maybe there is maybe there's a movie that does that. I don't know, but. Either way, you would have to figure think out... think you're
0: thinking of Click from with Adam Sandler.
1: No, he pauses and plays. No, that's not what I'm thinking of. But what I'm saying is also, you would have to know... You would have to tell the brain where to leave off from. So, I don't know if even then you could even just chemically do it. I think it would have to be a combination of your vision as well. Like, ingest. I mean, like, when people, like, do the freaking mind thing you like with um therapy or is it the marvel
0: time stone they just freaking
1: (laughs) (laughs) i know no but i would say like i mean even with uh you know with um i wouldn't i would say it's torture for sure but um when they would show you images and then you they would either make you sick or something off of it Do you know about that?
0: Mm, This does not ring a bell.
1: um, It'd be like for, especially for um, like gay people, like people who like the same sex. They would show pictures of the person of the same sex and then give them something to be sick.
0: Oh, okay. I see what you're saying.
1: So like, you know how it's like almost a combination of both? Uh I would say it would almost have to be the same thing to go back in your memory to wipe a memory you'd have to say what time it needs to be left off at hmm so I feel see, like see I
0: don't think it I personally I don't think it worked like that I think it'd have to be like you I think you just have to manipulate them or find a way to manipulate the brain to not believe that happened that that was just a random thought
1: like a dream
0: oh like like a daydream you know like when you're walking you just have random thoughts in your head like yeah. that, you just yeah. click them and then you make the brain think that, that you didn't actually see that. That was just a random thought in your head. But you're not yeah. going to tell anybody about it because it was wild.
1: Yeah. But that's what maybe men in black have the capability of. Maybe. I don't
0: know. Maybe I'm the man in black.
1: <coughs> you look good in black <laughs> with a nasty shirt.
0: <laughs> Thank you. What can I say? Um, so, where was I here? So, yeah. It's unclear, it, but the general consensus is that they are government entities. Yeah,
1: that, I'd say government. But
0: yeah. they are aliens.
1: That's the general consensus. Yep.
0: Um and let me tell you why. Because Tell me. Because um on most accounts with the men in black is that one they don't have very human manners. Um, the way, the way they walk is strange. It's almost like their hips are locked and their knees don't bend. So they walk in a very, like,
1: <laughs> so their knees don't bend. So they're like,
0: yeah, yeah. They walk very strange. They're generally very hairless. Like they don't have eyebrows or facial hair or hair on their head. And um, they talk what? in a very weird manner where it's, it's super articulate, almost or like you're reading from a or book. They're robots. That's another theory, is that they're robots. I would
1: say they're more robots than aliens. Why the heck? Or it couldn't even, but then how is the government? What I'm saying is that you either have aliens trying to say, bro, don't bring this up. I'm just trying to check out this place. Mm-hmm. Shut the hell up. Right, or you have government trying to cover their butt, saying like, "No, I want to be the one that discovers this. You don't get to discover this." Mm -hmm. And if you want to have the more government side, then it would be a robot.
0: Why? Why? Why would that? Why would the
1: government be able to control this alien to do it? Unless the government and aliens are like, "Yo, we're in cahoots. I don't want. I don't want them to know about us. You don't want them to know about me." So I'll go tell them. But so then it's you, just us making them do our dirty work.
0: Or do you think it's aliens that we're doing their dirty work? Whereas the Illuminati, per se, are aliens okay. and they're so using now us you're to are getting trade. into
1: a real deep hole. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I can see it, I can see it. I know. As soon as you said Illuminati, I could, yeah. I instantly agree. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense.
0: Okay, so this is the photo I'm going to show you. Uh, um, you have it? I have it right here. So um, but let me let me read it for you. Okay. Let, let me read it off for you. Um, so, Jim Templeton, uh, he, he was taking a photo of his daughter just in a field when a figure in the background of the photo Dude, appeared. Dude,
1: don't even tell me. Um, <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: when he originally took the photo... The, cam- the, the figure was not in view, and no, and like nobody knew where it came from.
1: Oh, man, um, I have goosebumps. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs>
0: um, the film was verified by Kodak, and Templeton's story went public. And it was not long after he was visited by two government agents oh who God. referred to themselves as number nine and number ten.
1: Dude. Or it's like Stranger Things.
0: Could be. dude. Okay. Um, they demanded to see the site of the photo, like where it was taken.
1: Oh, I have so many goosebumps <laughs> right now. Oh, my gosh.
0: <laughs> and um, when when Templeton's told them that he didn't see the figure personally, the men became very angry. <laughs> and they stormed out of the field never to be seen again. Uh, later on, Templeton was later contacted by two employees at a missile launch pad um, in Australia, who
1: Wait, where did he live Australia, he? Australia Australia Okay, I'm that's right. I'm literally
0: I about to tie this in. Um, who claimed that they saw the same two figures that resembled the man in the daughter's photo at the launch pad in their <laughs> security footage, and apparently the missiles, uh, the launch pad, and where the photo was taken. We're uh-huh. only 20 miles apart. Dude. So, here it is.
1: You don't have it, no way. What?
0: Yep, that's that's the photo. Verified by Kodak. Describe Describe the photo, would you?
1: Okay, so it's like, okay, completely different than what I imagined. It's this little girl... She's holding flowers. She's in a cute little dress. She has this cute little bob with bangs. But it's like, I want to say...
0: It's weird, isn't it?
1: I want to say it's almost like a beekeeper outfit. Yeah. Almost. I yeah, I would say if you like looked at it, it would almost be like a beekeeper or... If anybody's ever seen WandaVision, it's the guy who's all in white who comes up through the tube.
0: That's the beekeeper of it.
1: Isn't it beekeeper? Okay, yeah. okay, that's what I thought. So that, or the classic all white and black screen visor thing that's like a space guy would wear. But it looks like it's coming out of like the top of her head. Yep. Yeah. So this, but how this... would you even be stand? That doesn't make any sense. How would it even be standing?
0: And that's that's the question. Because originally, when he took the photo, he, that figure was not there.
1: Dude, I'm trying to see, but it looks like it's almost like it's just popping out behind her head. What I don't understand is how is he standing? Dude, you're, you t- almost have you're his telling tool. me. You almost have the bottom. like so. His, and it's also that his arms are like rested at his hips. Mm-hmm. Like where you have, you know, like you have a little bit of bend in your arm. You have this. Right. And it's like you're almost at an angle. But he's at like a, I don't even know what angle that is. It's not 45, but like it's not a 90 degree angle with the floor. Like he's not like standing straight up. You'd have to right. be like. He's at like diagonal. a 20 degree angle,
0: something yeah, like that. Yeah, he's like
1: diagonal. Like, you'd have to be like crooked standing. Mm-hmm. That makes me want to think that he just has a freaking piece of paper on her. And just lied about it. Like, that's what, how his position is doesn't make sense.
0: His, his claims were that he was not there.
1: But then who took his her picture?
0: No, like he was there to take the photo, but the guy, but the guy wasn't there. The, the spaceman, we'll call him, was not there when the he when, when he took the photo. He was not there, and then it was after that he developed this photo that people started coming to him.
1: I just, I, it's the stance.
0: The stance is weird. I'll give you that, and
1: I can't get over it. I understand that it hasn't been, that it was verified, but if anything, it looks like it's just like a piece of paper he taped on her or something. So,
0: I see what you're saying, and it doesn't, it's not, I could absolutely see this dude standing right there.
1: I can't, I can only see him standing diagonally.
0: It's not that bad of an angle. Oh, yes, his arm, his arms are resting at his hip,
1: and then one isn't though. From the angle of what he would have to be standing in, of his hands resting on his sides, and then being diagonal, like it just doesn't, it just doesn't mm. make sense to me. I,
0: I see where you go. I see where you're coming from. But
1: it's not a super clear image either. It's, it's not... black and white, and it's hard to see. mm mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. So Cause it's
1: originally a black and white photo. I'm guessing too, right?
0: No, it was a uh, Polaroid.
1: Polaroid, that even makes it harder.
0: Yeah, so okay. um, this had color to it, but I didn't want to print it in color. <laughs> <laughs> Why not?
1: because
0: uh, I don't think we did have it. We
1: have color.
0: Oh. Well, anyways. Um, so yeah. That's that's the uh, Men in Black a little bit. You don't bit.
1: have another story? Have you uh, you have another
0: one? No, the other stories were they were, they were all kind of around the same idea, but I do have another little a little tidbit at the end here. Oh, um, just something completely separate from the men in black.
1: Oh, separate. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, do you know who the muffin man really was?
1: Do you know the muffin man? The muffin man. Yeah. Yeah. Who is it? Who it? dreeling? Yeah, true? yeah.
0: So um, it was a nursery rhyme that gave some details. Okay. Right, do you know the Muffin Man? The Muffin Man that lives on Drury Lane. mm mm-hmm. um, And it was about a serial killer.
1: No. Yeah. Oh, wait, I think I've heard this. Yeah. Okay. You, oh, you've heard of this before? I want to say I've heard something about how the Muffin Man was a serial killer.
0: Yeah, so it's not confirmed, but there's, there's a heavy consensus that... Mercy rhymes are always so dark. Dude, I know. I came across this one. I was like, okay, I'm just going to talk about this one at the end. Um, so it's claimed that the Muffin Man was a 16th century muffin seller, which is not like the sugary ones we have today, but like an English muffin. Oh, right. Um, and he was a vicious murderer that was named Frederick Thomas Linwood.
1: Oh, so we have a name for this Mm -hmm. guy, but it's not confirmed.
0: Right. So Linwood allegedly used the muffin as a business to kill, um, um... The sources state that he would tie a muffin to a string and then lure unsuspecting victims close enough for him to beat them to death with a spoon. Mm. <laughs> Honestly, okay. if if you die by didn't... a spoon like that.
1: I don't mean to laugh but by <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he did he did have a knife to
0: kill Dude, Love okay, it. just 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 close your eyes and picture this. Like do you see a muffin on a string, you're walking on the and street, you just... and you're like, "Oh fuck, I gotta follow this muffin, bro." Do
1: like a cat on the
0: Yeah, way. and there's some dude with the spoon, just like, <laughs> "I'm fucking ready." <laughs> <laughs> um, oh no. Uh, where was I? And so yeah, he would beat them to death with the spoon, and Linwood himself. Um, avoided arrest his whole life, but he died after choking on food. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> um, if,
1: if he actually, if he was actually killed people, and he died on food. Literally, I bet food that he lured people serves. Him freaking he's right. like,
0: bro, they didn't even get a bite of his muffin, bro.
1: Serves him right, dude. Oh
0: so gosh. he has another nickname, which was called the Drury Lane Dicer.
1: Dicer? He didn't even cut them. He I know. He freaking beat them with yep. a spoon. I know. Oh my gosh. He is a muffin. Okay.
0: But, okay. So I, I read a little bit on Frederick Linwood. He has yeah. he has a biography. Oh, okay. Um, so this threw me through a loop here because when I looked him up, it said, Fred. Got a job as the local rapist at age fifteen. <laughs>
1: That's, is it a typo? No,
0: no, no. Uh, it, it was it was a job he would continue with popularity no. until he was twenty. Um, no. When he was,
1: what are you talking about right now?
0: Okay, hold on, hold on. Um, when the King Henry the Thirteenth V is ten, right? Um, or is five? that five? Five, yeah. So, King Henry the Eighth banned peasants from being raped. Um, a result of his unpopularity, Fred um, eventually became a baker after that.
1: Are you kidding me? <laughs> no, I'm not. What the actual fuck? <laughs> 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 um, no, are you serious? I'm serious. I am in... <laughs> that nervous laughing or like what the fuck has happened yeah
0: yeah so um, Fred decided to start baking uh, oh and... yeah
1: as one does after raping for five years yeah. what the
0: and frick? people often complain that there was too much cyanide in their business <gasps> I <said something> <laughs> um, or their baklava do you know what baklava is uh-uh. like a chocolate cake or like a okay. chocolate okay. Um, cream cake um contain it, it contained too many shards of glass. <laughs> and eventually his bakery too would go many out Shards of glass. What is,
1: what is too many Like, what is this?
0: <laughs> No, that's that's just right. Um just
1: add another little cringe.
0: <laughs> yeah, he, he would eventually go out of business and he would um sell a few pastries uh-huh. nothing crazy and then several several years uh-huh. later um, he began to develop dementia and then he would set up shop again and then it was at this time that
1: so he would just like get dementia set up shop get dementia set up shop or
0: no 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 it was after he got dementia he would set up shop
1: uh-huh.
0: after he got dementia he would set up shop and that's when he started killing people So
1: then he wouldn't remember, so he'd just do it all over again?
0: Possibly, that's the theory. Um, (laughs) But he had weird names for his stuff. So one of his pastries was called the Glazed Pagan. The Arsenic Apple Crisp. And the Flaming Fryer. (sighs) Jeez. So yeah. And he mainly attacked kids. Because they drove him wild. Because they would eat him out of his shop, um, and so that's why he he would lure kids. Dude, are you serious? <laughs> yeah. So that's.
1: I can't get over this. There's too many shards of glass. Much <laughs> too many. I feel like any is too many.
0: So that's. That's what?
1: What in the world? Yeah, when what I, a what, surprise. When I like. read
0: that one, I was like, "Oh, Sam's gonna love this." <laughs> but when I what? I swear to God, when I first started reading, he was the local rapist. I was like, "Okay, what does this mean <laughs> in the freaking sixteenth century?" And no, that was that was a profession. And
1: what, what does that even mean? Are you seriously telling me, back in the sixteenth century, people were like, "Let me." Okay, what I don't understand is either I want you to hire me, like, I want to hire you to to do this to me. Or I want to hire you to do this to someone else. That's what it was. Are you freaking serious? Mm
0: It was all a power trip.
1: I have no words. I...
0: It's pretty horrible.
1: I... Literally have so much rage inside my heart about that. What, the actual heck?
0: Talk to King Henry VIII.
1: He banned it, though, right?
0: Yeah, because so- he started becoming unpopular. He's like, yeah, we should probably we should probably stop that.
1: I could not roll my eyes anymore. <laughs> I couldn't have enough emphasis on my eye rolling. That is react. Oh, oh my gosh. Yep. Well, I enjoyed that last little tidbit, but you got a kinda fire. Got me all wild. Fire. In yeah, it got me all riled up. Well, this freaking punch. Just makes me want to kick back in Kmart. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that's all I got for you today. You got any more questions for me?
1: No, they're freaking awesome. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, I'll see you guys on the next one. Bye.